We continue with the Sitter Snippets series. If you're enjoying Sitter Snippets, you're not a member of BRS, we welcome you to contribute and to give back and to participate at brsonline.org global. Join the global community that is learning together. Continue to enjoy our Sitter Snippets. We are uh, still in the, second, the first bracha of Birchus Kriyashma, and we last left off with a beautiful insight of Rav Kook, we're still on that list of even though we have the illusion, the delusion to think we're in charge and we are in control before even we're before we accept that Hashem is the omnipotent, providential, divine God we first acknowledge that He's Baal Melchamos He is the one in charge of wars the Cook explained that the continuation of that sentence means the Baal Melchamos. Sometimes we don't understand why are we fighting, why are we battling. That's the way Zoreat Stakos and Matzmiach Yeshuos. When you're in the heart of the battle, whether as an individual, as a nation, or of people, sometimes you don't understand why you need to. And yet, through that battle, by persevering and enduring, is where is where the Geula, it's where the Yeshua, it's where one breaks through. When we last left off, we spoke about the Gemara that Melchamanami Aschalta the Geula and the Halacha Lamaisa based on the. These words, Zoreat Stakos, have another meaning. Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Sefer Avodah Shabalev says, Kodesh Baruch Hu Zoreah Ha'abet Stakos Benistar Hashem. He plants all kinds of righteousness and justice and kindness. And the way Hashem operates is in the shadows. Hashem is a Kel Mistater. He's a hidden God. And He operates in the shadows, quietly, underneath the radar. He's constantly planting. He's putting this person in this place where he's making this event unfold, where he's having this historical thing happen. He's constantly planting and moving and manipulating. And eventually, usually after the fact, retrospectively, retroactively, we're able to decode, oh, he put that person in place, he made that person elected, he made this thing happen, he took care of that company or this business or made me be sitting next to this person and then one sees the unfolding of the, of the Yeshua, the salvation, the redemption. Kimo b'Megillas Esther. We're starting the month of Adar soon. Megillas Esther shebetchila Yisrios nistaros ayde mesuva v'asibos v'asov yatsam is the Yeshua v'negla. Hashem's name doesn't appear anywhere in the Megillah. In fact, our whole job, the exercise of Purim, is Megillas Esther. Megillas Esther means to be Megala the Nister, to reveal that which is hidden. Hashem's name doesn't appear explicitly, but it appears between the lines all throughout the Megillah. Of course, most famously, every Hamelach, the king, is a reference to the king of kings. And what is the story of Purim and what is the story of Esther if not Hashem planting mirror what look like coincidences, what look like chance and random meetings and people and events and happenings, but they were all by design. They're all curated and orchestrated. It's all from Hashem. And so Megillus Esther is a, a prime example, but even throughout the entire year and throughout our entire lives, he's Zoreat Stakos, means he's planting. He put you in that place. He put these people in your life. He makes things unfold in the way they do because he's planting, he's depositing, he's setting the stage so when they grow and they blossom, they'll be realized. He's matzmiach Yeshuos. As Chazal say, Gedolot tztaka shemekarevas ha-geula. Tztaka is matzmiach Yeshua. V'koshem achashev ha-kadosh baruch hu ha-tztaka l'chesh ben Yosem merubah nimshach ha-zkarvos ha-Yeshua Yosem v'yosem. So the more that we attribute to Yeshua, the more that we see Hashem as being the divine hand that's guiding 
whatever salvation, whatever redemption, whatever positive progress in our lives, then simply that acknowledgement and that validation, that affirmation is what hastens the geula. And then we describe that Hashem is borei refuos. What does this mean? He's the creator of refuah, of healing. That's why we turn to him in our midah, in our davening. Someone is sick, someone is ailing, someone's infirm, someone is positive. We daven to Hashem for their well-being, for their speedy, their complete, their full recovery. Why? Because he's the borei refuos. And so in the laboratory, we take the ingredients he already put into creation, meaning the cure of every disease already exists. It's simply waiting for us to discover it. We don't discover or invent something new. We're simply revealing or refining what was there all along. And who put it there all along? None other, of course, than the Ribbono Shalom is the Bore Refuos. The Itz Yosef says that Kresh Baruch Hu always creates the Refuah before the Makkah. He always sets the stage that the solution is there even before the problem, the healing is there even before the illness. And this expression too, Borei Refuos, he is the creator, he is the inventor, he is the entrepreneur, he is the ultimate pharmaceutical biotechnology company, the ultimate scientist who gives us and empowers and enables us to have the wisdom to find that which he already placed within our world. We just need to reveal it. And that is our mission and that's why we need his permission. We'll just end by connecting it to our parsha. Parsha's mishpatim, pasuk says, "V'rapo yirapei," that we are given license to be able to heal. The Gemara Baba Kama Pehe says, "Mikan shenitim rishus l'rofe l'rapos." From here we know that a doctor is allowed, is licensed to heal. So Rashi, Tosos, the Ramban, the Rambam, they all wonder, why does the doctor need permission? Isn't it obvious? You're allowed to be mechal Shabbos for somebody sick. It's not obvious that you're allowed to heal somebody who's sick. Why do they need Rishos? Why do they need Rishos? So Rashi and Tosos both write. Tosos says, Maybe Hashem wanted the person sick. Hashem is the one who sent that illness. You're going to heal them? You are undermining, you are reversing the will of God. Who are you to compete with what God thinks is the best for a person? The Ramban says, maybe in the process of healing, you're going to cause more damage. So every doctor is going to say, I'm not even going to try, because what if I end up harming or hurting even more? No, a doctor is licensed, empowered, they should try. The Ramam says you're going to violate Chavala, you're going to be Chovel, you might hurt somebody. And why are you entitled to violate the prohibition of Chavala? Because you're a doctor. But this Gemara and Kedushin will truly end, it's a very rabbinic ending, will truly end with this. The Gemara and Kedushin pay bays in a, a series of comments says, Tov Sheberofim Legehenim, which means that the best of physicians are destined for Gehenim. Gehenim is not a place any of us want to go. It doesn't need translation. So what kind of observation? We've got a shul that's like a third doctor's. It's a pretty risky, gutsy thing for me to say. What do you mean, Tov Sheberofim Legehenim? Any doctors listening, they're not going to join the BRS Global Movement, brsonline.org slash global. So what does it mean, Tov Sheberofim Gehenim? So the Maharsha says, you know why? The one who thinks, Tov Shebarofim. The one who says, I'm the best doctor. I don't need to consult. I don't need to retake the test. I don't need continued education. I don't need assistance. Tov Shebarofim. It's the doctor who thinks, I'm the Tov Shebarofim. That's the one going to Gehenim. But a humble doctor who realizes that really the God is the Borei Refuos. That's the connection to the Siddur snippet. He's the Borei Refuos. Hashem is the healer. I'm just his instrument. I'm just his conduit. And that person, that doctor, that medical professional who has the humility, the modesty to realize and asks Hashem for help, I'm just the instrument. You're the Borei Refuos. 
such a doctor is not going to Gehenim, they're going straight to 